Hi, and welcome to a Black Voice podcast. This is a space where I talk about a range of different topics, but the focus is always on emotional well-being. You can follow me on my Instagram at a black voice, so that's spelled A-B-L-A, full stop, C-K, voice. I post quite regularly quotes that I find inspiring, and I'm happy to have individual conversations about the episode if you wanted to DM me. I hope you enjoy this week's episode and that you find time today to do something that makes you feel good. Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Black Voice. This is Francesca, and today, since we're coming to the end the final week of the year, I thought it was really important for me to do an episode on the year. Um, Because I do believe in New Year's resolutions. I do believe in hope for the future. I do believe in if we work towards something, we can stay motivated, positive, inspired, and improve ourselves always. But I also wanted to give space first to the pains and difficulties and challenges that have come this year. Because I really fully believe in acknowledging pain and giving space to it. So this whole entire year has been a whole year that no one predicted and no one expected. But I actually refuse to call it a terrible year. A lot of people are saying labeling the entire of 2020 as a terrible year. But I personally refuse to do that because... It's really hard to label an entire year as bad. A lot of terrible things and a lot of difficult things happened. But individually, I feel like a lot of people could probably find one, two, three, four good things that happened to them personally. Even if it's really hard and really, really hard to do, there is something that positive that came out of the year. And it it may take a lot of effort to view that, but I believe that if there's something positive that came out of something, then how can you label the entire thing as negative? Because if it was negative, then nothing good can come out of it. And I feel like there's always a balance of good and bad. There's never a complete bad and evil. There's always goodness as well. So I still refuse to label the, the entire of 2020 as bad. A lot of people through this year have said that 2020 has been able to provide us with a pause, a huge pause to just breathe and to be with ourselves. But yeah, sorry, I forgot before I get into the good stuff. You see, I'm jumping to the good stuff already. I want to actually acknowledge the the negative or rather, yeah, the difficult times. So I know we started off the year with, there's a couple of celebrities. There was Kobe Bryant, but there's also uh, Caroline Flack that passed away at the beginning of the year. And I think this kind of set in stone, oh, death is coming. So if I guess you believe in spirituality, which I do, that can kind of act as a predictor of this will be a year of a lot of loss. And it actually was. So that started all the way in January, February, that these two major deaths happened in the celebrity world. And then suddenly the coronavirus came and invaded a lot of, well, everywhere, around the whole world. And so it led to a lot of, yeah, physical death, but also death of jobs, loss of going to school, loss of friendships, loss of relationships, relationship breakdowns, family breakdowns. Unfortunately, the increase in abuse in homes because 
there was no escapism. So a lot of people having to stay in the home and being locked up with people that they didn't really get along with and people who are abusive. So in that sense, a lot of difficult things happened. Black Lives Matter. Speaking as a black woman, for some reason I'm actually smiling because it was really difficult going through that. The just it triggered a lot of traumatic personal experiences, but the collective trauma and grief that a lot of black people were facing together in witnessing the uproar. Is that the word? Uproar? Yeah, uproar of Black Lives Matter, all the protests and everything. It was really traumatic to experience and I still find it traumatic to think about. And a lot of um, books and articles that I was reading and I still read right now, I find really difficult to go through that talk about racism because being a black person, it hurts more than you can, than I can even explain to acknowledge that the majority of the world see us as less than them. And that's really difficult to remember and think about constantly. And that's something that I don't forget. So to have to navigate through that in all of the systems and education system in the workplace and just existing, knowing that this is a reality for us for the rest of our lives is a really terrible thing. But I feel like there's been a lot of changes already. There's a lot more changes that need to happen, of course, but there's been a lot of beautiful changes that have happened since Black Lives Matter protests. protests. Um, I was able to go to protests, so I'm so happy about that. It was really hard to witness a lot of the people crying and shouting on that day, but it was really powerful to be a part of that. And then since then, there's been so many more TV shows and documentaries on Black history, and there's been even more changes that I've seen in, in the companies that I shop at. In um, Lush, where I buy my bath soaps and bath bombs and stuff, they've been, I've noticed that they've had a section on their website dedicated to Afro hair care, which is amazing. Um, there's been a lot more changes in, oh, on Netflix, they've put up a lot more black TV shows from the past, the 90s, which I love. Um, there's just been a lot more slow and gradual changes, but I'm hoping that there will be forever changes. Um, but Black Lives Matter was a really painful time. And just in general, there's been a lot of death and a lot of losses. And when I say death, it encompasses death of, of who we were. We've lost our normal. We've lost who a lot of who we were. We've lost jobs. So that kind of losing a job can be your whole identity. So in that, we've lost part of ourselves. We've lost relationships, and some people put their whole identity in relationships, and losing the relationship means we've lost a part of ourselves there as well. So there's been a lot of loss. With loss, there comes a lot of grief, a lot of pain. I've experienced my own personal loss. So I think the most important thing is acknowledging that. There's been a lot of difficult things that's happened this year. What do we do with that pain is the most important question. For me, when I'm going through pain, sometimes it's hard for me to recognize straight away, but most of the time I can feel it physically in my body. So I'll feel like really, really tired, or I'll get a headache, or I'll feel a sinking feeling in my chest or in my tummy. So that's when I know, okay, I'm hurting. I feel really anxious, or I feel really angry, or I feel something so overwhelming and intense inside. And with all of those feelings, I have to get it out. And I feel like it's really important for us to get those things out, either by voice, by speaking to someone, venting, or by physical exercise. I used to do boxing at the gym. That is such a great way to get out anger 
oh my gosh, I love it. Just punching a punching bag or doing a boxing class where you can punch in partners. Oh, amazing. Um, running on the treadmill is a really great way or just going for a jog. It's a great way to get out anger for me personally. And I also do writing or drawing or listen to music, music that speaks to my anger. So angry music in a way. Um, songs that just have the exact same words for how I'm feeling. And there's so many different creative ways, especially drawing or visualizing. Visualizing beating the crap out of someone that you don't like or just drawing an image that you come comes to mind when you think about releasing all of your pain. Getting the pain that we feel inside the body is out is such a great release. So I think that's the first thing that we need to do. Reviewing this whole year, acknowledging the pain and the difficult circumstances that have happened to us and continue to keep happening to us. Acknowledging that, validating our right to feel that pain because we all have a right to experience and acknowledge and feel and express our pain. As human beings, we have a right to our emotions and we have a right to just get them out of our bodies. So once we've found the medium that works best for us or the different mediums that work best for us, depending on the situation, expressing and getting out that pain and continuing to do that. It's not just a one-time thing of, oh, I draw a picture of me being angry, done. Continuing to do that, when those memories come back up again, get them out, write a poem, write a letter to that person that makes you angry. Do something that gets it out of your chest. Do it once a week, do it every day if you need to. Just keep doing it to get it out. And then after that, I guess <laughs> jumping and moving on to, probably no, actually, no, going, moving to a space of, of quiet is what I I've been doing, meditating and coming to a pace of just peace and silence. So just finding a mindful practice to do, even if mindfully eating or mindfully cooking or something that you can get more present. A lot of terrible things have happened. That's in the past. Or oh, well, we're still in 2020, but it's something that happened in the past in terms of yesterday and the day before. Bring us back to the present now so we can be mindful and present of where we are and grounded in who we are now and where we are now. Because if we stay stuck in the past, we won't be able to move forward. And then once we're mindful of the present, then we can move towards gratitude, which is where I want to kind of start to focus the episode on now. There's so many things that have unpainful, not painful lessons, but okay, yeah, painful lessons that have come out of the year. So through Black Lives Matter, a lot of people have been awakened to their unconscious bias and prejudice. A lot of people have been able to discover so many new books out there by Black authors. I've been able to do more investigation and readings of <clears throat> books that I didn't, ha- didn't necessarily think were important to read that I'm starting to read now. There's a lot of lessons and resilience that we've been able to learn about ourselves. And we've been able to build into self-care routines more because we've realized the amount of suffering we were carrying with us in our bodies for all these years. To be able to acknowledge and appreciate all of those beautiful things that have been able to come out of such pain, we've been able to build stronger connections with people that we really want in our lives. I think that's something important that's come out of lockdown because we've been able to be stripped away from um, our normal interactions with other people, but that's made us more realize who we actually want to keep in contact with and who we don't want to. So in that, we've been able to focus and strengthen our relationship with those people who are still in our lives and express gratitude and share secrets with them and learn more about them that we never were able to learn before. And maybe some people have taken up gardening. A lot of people have been getting baby plants for their room. A lot of people have been getting pets. I've got two guinea pig babies um, and I've been watering a few plants as well. 
there's been new habits that we've been able to form that have been able to focus more on tending to our loving, caring parts of ourselves. The parts of ourselves that want to nurture ourselves and nurture other things, other living things, are innocent like animals and plants. So we've been able to adopt gratitude and self-care a lot more. So that's a great thing. Even if you haven't personally been able to do that, that's, there's always the opportunity to start doing that now. Acknowledging all the painful stuff that's happened, acknowledge it, express it, get it out, and then move towards a place where we can start developing new interests that nurture ourselves and nurture a loving space within us and our in our environment that let us to adopt more of a positive, healthier, balanced mindset so that we're not just stuck in negativity all the time. Especially when the news is always wanting us to stay negative. We need to be powerful enough to move into a more balanced mindset so we feel more positive and healthy. And then I wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions. So now we're more in a grateful mindset where we can look back at the year look at all the experiences and look at where we are now wow we have all survived a lot today we're able to say I survived 2020 I survived so many difficult things that happened this year I'm still here I may be crying I may be tired and exhausted I may be still mad I may be still upset but I'm still here I'm still breathing I'm still right here in this moment and all those negative things haven't taken my life away from me because I'm still here breathing. I still have a right to stand and breathe in the air. Nothing has been able to take the air away from me because I'm still here. And with that knowledge, we can think about what we can then do with that. When we start to build on our gratitude and start to focus on the positive things around us and within us, our resilience, how much knowledge we've been able to gain in the past couple of months or how much self-reflection and self-awareness we've been able to do, how much relationships we've been able to build recently. Now we can be lifted into a more healthier space so we can start to channel that positive energy into our goals and our dreams. So now will be a perfect opportunity to start listing what we want for next year. We now know that it's kind of unrealistic to plan to travel to lots and lots of different places because we're aware that travel is still a risky thing and not necessarily accessible for all of us to do. But it doesn't mean that we can't plan for things that we would have been able to gain from those traveling experiences. Basically, a lot of people want to travel because they want to learn more about culture. There's nothing stopping us from doing that. We can still learn from books or we can learn from watching a TV series that's a Spanish TV series. We want to learn Spanish or we want to learn about Spanish culture, watch more Spanish movies. Or we can always engage in things that will help us stay stimulated and, and immersed in the culture, not in a physical way, unfortunately, but in a way that still feeds our mind. Or if we have the goal to start, of course, a lot of people starting businesses or or starting a new educational course, all these things are going to be looking different from how we originally thought because a lot of things are online now. But it doesn't mean that we can't do it all. There's still ways that we can make goals and plans for ourselves, but just in a completely different way. So maybe we can be more specific with our goals. I want to be able to develop a more balanced mindset oh my gosh, there's a cat outside my door. <gasps> I wonder if it wants to come in. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Anyway, I'm so distracted. Anyway, let me try and stay focused, but there's a cat outside and I want to go in. It's so cool. But we'll eat my guinea pigs. Oh my gosh. Anyway, sorry, so distracted. Um, <laughs> yeah, as I was talking about goals. Oh, wow, that's so distracting. <laughs> oh, and it's still there. 
Oh my gosh, I want to go. After this episode, I want to go talk to it. Talk to the cat because I love cats. I love dogs. I love every, every, every animal. Anyway, um, as I was saying, goals. Yeah, let me not look outside the window because I get so distracted. Um, goals. If we have those dreams, we always have dreams. We always have goals that we want for ourselves. So if we look back to what we really want to achieve. A lot of us want to achieve more self-awareness or want to achieve more positivity and want to achieve manifestation to be able to manifest whatever we want in life. In order to do all those great things, we have to really look into ourselves and think, okay, let me work on really believing that I deserve those things. Let me make more practical decisions to put myself out there and educate myself so I can be more prepared for that goal. Let me actually do the work, the internal mindset work and change that I need to do to be able to more readily receive that goal when it does come to me so in the meantime we can set more realistic goals for ourselves so that we can stay motivated and energized to know that this new year new things can happen there's a lot of things that we can't control externally but the things that we can control are internal so let's continue to work on that so that no matter what happens externally we can still know that we have something to get up in the morning for so for example it could be i want to start meditating <laughs> that's an easy goal that we can always do no matter what happens externally it doesn't have to look like people are doing on instagram we don't have to buy loads of crystals and incense and if you don't want to you can meditate just by sitting still but there's so many different ways we can investigate on meditation and make it individual and unique for us maybe a goal is to listen to more music that's really easy to do to dance oh my gosh dancing i love dancing but You don't have to necessarily dance in the way that you imagined it, like going to dance classes. You can dance by making your own dances online, like you can do a TikTok video, you can create your own creative, inventive, unique dance. It doesn't have to look like anything you've ever expected it had to look like before. You can write a a book. This is a perfect time to write a book, but it doesn't have to be a, a traditional accepted book that everyone else in society would have to accept it can be your own creative storybook that ends up being in 10 years time or five years time a really widely sold amazing powerful book that goes worldwide and you never know what the goals that you set today could end up being really powerful and unique and special in 10 or five years time or even a year's time so I think this is a really great year to reflect on what's happened acknowledge the pain give space to the pain get it out creatively in some kind of way so it's out of your body but also to move into a space of gratitude peace and to set goals goals and newest resolutions are really great and vision boards I always do a vision board for the last three years I've been doing a vision board and it's such a great motivator and it's a great way to stay motivated and positive about what can be achieved in the year you may not achieve some all the things on the vision board, but at least you have something to work towards and at least you have something to get you committed and passionate. So start thinking about what you want for the future. Think about who you want to be in the future and think about achievable goals, things that are realistic, especially in this climate where things are so unpredictable and crazy right now. But if you make things It can be small goals, manageable goals, but goals are actually more likely to happen that are unique and fulfilling for you specifically. Always try to hold on to hope because hope is always there and there's always hope that you can grow and learn from every challenge. Life is 
we don't know how long life is going to be so we might as well make the most of it and might as well take the risks that we need to take in order to become who we really want to be and in order to do that we need to have plans and goals and things to always keep us motivated and desired to work towards yeah I'm sorry about the interruption about the cat but I was just so excited but I hope you were able to find some inspiration or some meaning in this episode and I thought it was really important to acknowledge the year the entire year and define it however you want to define it just because I don't define it as a bad year doesn't mean you have to do the same thank you for listening to this episode I hope you found it useful and probably entertaining by the cat (laughs) but yeah thank you for listening and I will see you next week bye